This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, my little Freakazoid classmates. I hope you're feeling absolutely fabulous today. And I know that you're wondering, when is the high school guidance counselor going to guide me on my problems, on my trauma, on my drama? Well, guess what, honey? I'm going to start doing it today. That's right. You can email seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com with the subject line, guidance, classmates, what what's the guidance line? Classmates corner. Because this segment is going to be called Classmates Corner. Now, I really think that you should do this because, like, I'm going to be giving you free advice. And whoever my hot guest is of the day will also be chiming in with their little noodles. So, please email us at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com. And, you know, rid yourself of that high school trauma. Guys, you know you better watch Watch out. Some girls, some girls are only about... That thing, that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing. The second verse is dedicated to the man. <laughs> More concerned with his ribs and his tims than his women. Good God. I'm going to end it on that. Yeah, it's just, first of all, the, the fact that you had to look up the lyrics, you're probably the first person that doesn't have Well, them. no, I just wanted to pick, <laughs> I wanted to pick my entry point because I couldn't take it from the top. I feel like I, I still wouldn't know how to start without starting from the beginning. It's a very tough song. That's like, why we, I needed to just be like, where am I going to go? Because you also have to need the intro from the, because I feel like that's a, the, the, you made the smart yeah. choice. You made the smart decision. Why did uh, I even yeah. question you? <laughs> uh, wait, how does... Oh, no, they had. They have it in here in the written lyrics. Yo, remember back in the boogie when the cats used to harmonize, oh. like... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's such an amazing song. And for those of you that don't know that song, <laughs> it's Doo-Wop by Lauren Hill, the one, the only... Irreplaceable, uh, Lauren Hill. Not to know. I want to. I want to meet that person that doesn't know that song. I'm sure some fucking Gen Zer sucking on a vape <laughs> right now has no idea about that. song. I bet you they do. I bet you they all do. Maybe it will get resurrected in Stranger Things, like Kate Bush, and be back on the top of the charts, <laughs> which uh, it should. Now, for those of you who are saying, "Okay, we're in the year 2000. We're we're listening to Lauren Hill. What year is it? 2000. Yes. And what movies are out? 
And I'm gonna do movies. It's movie day today in Greta universe, in, in Senior Superlatives universe. For starters, Road Trip came out. Yes. Tom Green was huge at the time. Yes, Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer, also huge, because Breckenmeyer was coming off, mm-hmm. not fully coming off, I guess it was six years earlier, yeah. Clueless, yes. but like, you know. It was it was a, it was the it was a transformation from uh, the hippie stoner Breckenmeyer yes. to the uh, clean cut Breckenmeyer. Yes. And, and this I think this is also the same year he probably. Was that the Studio 54 movie come out in 2000? I believe also. With I don't know. Hot Ryan Felipe being a Studio 54. I worker. do not know of, of said film. Oh, it's called 54, starring Ryan Felipe, Breck and Meyer, Selma Hayek. Uh, oh my God. Mike Myers, who plays the gay owner of, of Studio 54. And and you know what? Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that casting. You know, because you know, I was like, you know what? Get us. Get the, get the creepiest one. Because I've always <laughs> said, Michael Myers needs to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the biz has been saying. But, Thank God. But if you want to see him do a bunch of cocaine and be homosexual, that's the movie to watch. 54. You heard it here first. American Psycho came out in yes. the year 2000. Love. Kind of a timeless classic. It really was. It really like made a lot of straight men very horny. Let's uh, see. who are, What other icons are in that? Jared Leto yes. also. Uh... Justin Thoreau, Reese Witherspoon, Chloe Sevigny, Willem Dafoe. But I think it was like it was Christian Bale's like first big thing. Yeah. Outside of like, I think that's the last time we saw him was Newsies. Yeah. And yeah, he came in. Came in truly. very hot. <laughs> yeah. He came in very hot. Requiem for a Dream. God, maybe Jared Leto was just having a big year this he year. He was having a very good year in the year 2000. I tried everything I could possible to stop it, and no one listened to me back then. <laughs> <laughs> Scary Movie also came out this year. Yes. I love that movie. I still love it. Anna Faris. Vision. Truly doesn't get the respect she deserves for her ability and acting. She, first of all, should have been nominated for an Oscar. Easily. For this movie. For all the movies, honestly. Every single House movie. House Bunny? Um, oh. Smiley Face, which I talk about oh, all the time. Oh, it is so good. Oh, my God. Am I allowed to swear? I'm allowed to You're, swear. Fuck. I was going to, anyway. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can say anything you want. I'm going to I'm gonna list just three more movies, Please. and then I'm going to stop, and then, I'm gonna, and then we're going to get on with it. But Memento also came out. Look. With Guy Pearce. Look, I know a lot of people love this movie, and I'm going to let you guys know something right now. Memento is a movie for stupid people who... Who want to feel smart? <laughs> I would say yes. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. I sat there and was like, I figured it out very quickly that yeah. he was a killer, and I was like, and I had to watch the rest of the hour, the hour of the film left, yeah. and I was like, I don't. Everyone thought it was so crazy, like a guy tattooing yeah. himself, and now it's like, babe, we do that every day. Yeah. Also, like, what it's like, it's what what, what are you trying to? F- oh, somebody's a murderer. Is that what you're trying to figure <laughs> out? Somebody you murder you you want to like, and it's like it's, I just. It was. I, I hate twist endings. I'm mm. not. A, I'm not. A, I've never been that girl. I'm like, build up a story. Don't try to fucking trick me at the end, because I always get it ahead of time, and then it's just ruined for me. I don't like it. If you're gonna give me a twist, you better work really, really hard on it. Yeah. Remember when movies were doing that thing where it was like, J.K. That was all a dream. I. <sighs> criminal. See what I love is like if you want to do a twist ending. Make the ending a completely different movie. Yeah. Recast everyone. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's really that would be, funny. That would be hysterical. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh, just an older woman. And then just out of nowhere. Eh. You and I should remake, use the use the title Twister. <laughs> so people think it's a tornado movie. Come in. Nothing to do with the weather. Full rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> about people playing the game Twister. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the last movie that I'm going to list, just because I think people need to revisit this, because it is a timeless classic, Bedazzled, starring Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley. It is a remake. It is a remake. Um, and an equally good uh, remake. Yeah. I don't think it got, like, Elizabeth Hurley is also another one who I think is, like, an amazing actress. Incredible. Never got her She's perfect. She's, sorry, hold on, I'm cracking open a sparkling water. Ooh, refreshing. Um... <laughs> She's perfect, and and you know that's all that matters. And where were we when we were marveling at Elizabeth Hurley's perfection? We were in Seattle, Washington. Yes, I was. And who are we? We're Solomon Giorgio. We're Solomon Giorgio. We are freshly eighteen. Just came out of the closet. Oh, you came out in high school. I came out when I was eighteen, which was the year two thousand. So when um, you were legal. The second I was able to get out of my parents' house, I got the fuck out, and I was like, I am homosexual, and I'm in charge of the city. Wow, <laughs> I love that. So, I what did you do I, in your time as mayor? Um, <laughs> I definitely ruined the economy. Uh, <laughs> built two monorails that never worked. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But I have to know, what were you like in high school? What was going on with you? What was your high school like? What were you wearing? What was the vibe? Were you in a clique? Tell me everything. I um was uh. It was. I was. A, I, w- I want to say that I was a nerd, but in all honesty, I was just a, um, just a, a quiet, smart kid that was mean whenever anyone talked to me. <laughs> so I, I love really, that. I truly, um, I didn't. Really, I, yeah, I, I definitely had like a small group of friends here and there, but for the most part, kept to myself. Um, my fashion, um, I. <laughs> I loved I loved monochrome moments. Mm. Um, always I was always been a monochrome person. I think my favorite outfit in high school at one point were the I got that a uh, Gap jacket that came that like, you can put into a little baggie and oh zip yes it away. yes I got that in khaki brown Beautiful. and then I was wearing khaki shorts and I had a khaki polo to also go with it. This sounds very <laughs> chic. And and a fresh pair of K Swiss. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful the white ones. Oh yes. I love this. This is very now that fashion is. Fully yes, come full at that moment, though, however, people were like, "The fuck are you wearing?" <laughs> and you're like, "Don't worry about it. You'll this catch will up all one make day." Sense Twenty-two <laughs> years later, I also had braces for like the first two years, and like my, my parents ran out of like health insurance, so like I couldn't get them removed for two years longer than I had them as oh, well. I actually know someone like yeah. that. I know someone that r- had braces, couldn't get them removed, removed their own wire psychotic but then kept the bracket because they obviously wow. couldn't remove the bracket on their own see the, the one of them fell off like one of the like little br- uh, brackets uh, fell off and so it was like so everything else was there except for one single <laughs> one bracket. glaring front tooth bracket <laughs> but then like hell. we like we fortunately like we figured it out and I, it was removed and now my teeth are perfect yeah, your teeth really are truly perfect. they are honestly worth it yeah um no, co- <laughs> no complaints. No complaints. If I could do it all over again, I would probably do two more years. <laughs> <laughs> so you were really smart in high school. Yeah, I was, but I was, I was also condescending about it, and I like, I was like, I was smart, and I was like, um, but like nothing in the practical way. Like I would not like if you like I was very good at science and math, and I used neither of those things yes. in my day to day life. And as a matter of fact, if you made me do science and math right now. I'd be so upset. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's one of those skills that you – it's a temporary skill. Yes. You have it in high school, and then if you don't go on to make it your profession of sorts, like, you're not remembering how to do trigonometry. You're not That's remembering – like, can you name the periodic table? 
There's a table of periods? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? Okay, because I was about to be like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm... I was making a joke. Yeah, I, was... I know, but then I got insecure. <laughs> I got insecure because I was such a bad student that I'm like, I'm like, no, Greta, that's not what it's called. No, I used to know the atomic... I think it used to actually be new, like the atomic weight of them all, which is like, because they all have an amount of electrons, they all have an amount of neutrons and... Something. Neurons, and I used to... This is, I don't know why I used to care about that. I can't, for the life of me, like, remember any of that stuff now but it was like very integral to me at that point like i was just i was very like i was very good academic wise but i was clearly i was like all i want to do is perform and i want to be on the stage but i was like so introverted and so shy and like had the worst kind of stage fright so you didn't do theater no i well i did do theater but i was not i wasn't the star of anything like i did very i did I d- we did improv and that's for the most that was the best i ever did mm-hmm. but it was still like i'm i wasn't the sh- i wasn't the star of the show like no one was like solomon gonna be a performer did you feel though that like the people that were the stars in your high school were actually the stars in real life the stars in my like i feel like they were the stars in their own real lives but i feel like anyone i mean like like, i mean like like now do you feel like do i think that's no if i saw if (laughs) if you made me go back in time to cast anyone from my high school to be on anything yeah i would only cast myself (laughs) None of those kids deserved a single moment to shine. And I'm hoping that most of them are not doing well right now. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I feel similarly. It's just I feel like theater in high school is not. I'm not saying that all the kids that came out of that program, like theater, the theater school were bad. It's just the ones that are like the, the stars are the worst, are the worst people. Yeah. <laughs> because they're they, 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 they thought they to succeed in your head. By getting the lead role in a high school play is um, that not where your your uh, hopes should end. No, <laughs> like, no. Like you should you should be like it's it's a high school yeah. show. I should be yeah. This is fine. Yeah. This is normal. You shouldn't suddenly feel like you are Meryl Streep. No. Or Glenn Close. Not at all. And they really would hit diva status. Yes, immediately. And it's like, honey, we're just doing little shop. <laughs> And you're off key the whole time. The whole time. That's I. I. That's the only reason. That's the only fun of watching high school productions is that not as good. Uh, yeah. And they're, but they definitely. Oh, they have all the spirit. Oh, and spirit delusion. beyond. <laughs> and then if you got to kiss in your high school play, I mean, that was a whole that's, other thing. I don't think we were allowed. Really? I'm trying to remember if I saw any kisses. I don't think we did in the Greece. Because one of the high schools I went to, they had a Grease musical. They first got they got rid of like uh, the uh, the abortion song. Oh my god! Which is like <laughs> Rizzo's only only. Song. <laughs> I'm hopelessly devoted. Well, that's right. That's Olivia Newton John. Oh, that's wait, what's the Rizzo song when she's like she's walking by herself and, and she's in she's in the school. Yes, and she's in that red button down. Mm-hmm. And what it's is it's that? it's her it's her it's her after abortion song. Yeah. And I can't remember how it goes right now, but I know they got rid of it. See, I haven't, we haven't watched Grease in 20 years, so I'm trying to remember the song. It's I don't remember the song at all. It's crazy. It's well, as if the crazy world that we're in doesn't want us to remember Rizzo's abortion song. You know, I think they're they're doing they're doing everything in their power to rewrite <laughs> to history. Erasure, Rizzo erasure. <laughs> um, wait, you went to multiple high schools? I did. I, w- I went to uh, two schools in Seattle. Uh, well, one of them, like... So I went to like this school in like s- the city proper. It was pretty diverse, and then I went to this like very uh, white school uh, in north in the uh, North Seattle suburb that I 
hated with my whole heart. Was that where you graduated from? Um, I graduated with independent studies because I, I ran away to L.A. when I was 17. And oh, my God. I sold money from my mother's bank account. Hopped on a hopped on a bus to LAX with a dream and a, <laughs> and a cardigan. <laughs> no, Welcome I like to the land. Wait, hold on. Okay. I'm setting down my sparkling water, <laughs> shifting my body fully to get comfy, cozy on the chair. And now I need you to elaborate on everything See, you just said. Here's the thing. Um, in order to become a true star, unlike the ones that I met in my high school, um, you have to have a life of trial and tribulation. Yes. And which I, I was in the process of. That's why I wasn't known to be a star at the time. Mm. I was building the, um, the experiences needed to become one. Oh, my God. Uh, but no, I was like, yeah, I was closeted little kid, wannabe nerd. And I was like, I've taken zero risk in my life. And my parents are very, like, rigid immigrant parents. And I was like, you know what? You deserve to be a star. And mm -hmm. then I just like I just ran away to LA. Summer of nineteen ninety nine when I was seventeen. Uh All Star by Smash Mouth just came out, so I was definitely inspired. Yeah. <laughs> Rat race. Rat race. Oh, that's a that comes out two years later. Uh, it does? Oh yeah, two thousand one. Yes, they the song was dead was done and dead, and Rat Race was like, you know what would be a fun ending? This All Star. <laughs> so Okay, so you were going into your senior year of high school mm -hmm. when you decided yeah. to run away. It was away. a summer, yeah. It was the summer of '99. Um, yeah, I just hopped on and I stayed in the a hostel around the corner from the Chinese theater during the release of episode Star Wars Episode One. Uh, there was a line the whole time uh, until the day of the release, and I would hang out with those nerds every day. Because uh, and then the people that I was with, that's I did stand, I did my first open mic at the time. Uh, and I bombed. Uh, oh my god! Um, then I ran out of money, and I ended up staying. Uh, I stayed in two shelters, but the one I stayed in longer was it up in Van Nuys called Children of the Night, which is like a shelter for like ex uh, sex workers under the age of eighteen. Uh, which I wasn't, but they were like, "You closet, you closet homosexual, you come right in here, you're safe." Uh, and then I say, "Oh, then I had terrible like anxiety attacks towards the end of it, and stayed in a mental institution in Inglewood, California." <laughs> Oh my God! For how long? I was, it was like two weeks, and then my dad picked me up, and he was like, "We're gonna go back home." I'm like, sure, buddy. <laughs> so, did you? How long were you gone for? I think five months altogether. Wow! And did you tell your parents you were in LA? I left. A, I left a letter on my bed, but my par neither my parents can read, so I didn't. It meant nothing. <laughs> so they were just like. <laughs> they just they like my brother like two months later was like yeah we we like they finally read the letter. <laughs> And I said I ran away to, to Canada, so that had nothing. That's crazy. Why did you tell them that you ran away to Canada? Uh, I don't know, just to, to throw them off throw the them scent. Off, throw them off the scent if they like decide to call the cops. I don't know. Like I did, I, like I had no conversations with anyone in the family, so it's not like they could have figured out that I just right. up and left to uh, L.A. But it definitely, it, it definitely uh, was a tonal shift in the family dynamics because I was the golden child that was like. Going to be the doctor, going to be the scientist. Right, like, like so <laughs> smart, so good at school. What, did you have any friends at school? I, like, I had, I, I knew, I had I had friends, I had people that I was in touch with, but if, yeah, I don't, I had, like, there was, like, the only person that I still kind of talk to to this day is only one of them. Like, the rest of them were very, very temporary. I kind of always kind of figured that about high school. Like, that's why I never have any hang-ups about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is... Not the rest of my life. Y'all have yeah. fun here. Yeah. If this is your peak, good luck. I felt very similarly. I had so much anxiety and depression in high school. And I think a lot of it was mostly just rooted in me being like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. 
I don't want to have to talk with you. I feel like a fabulous 47-year-old woman. Yes. And I don't want to be around mm-hmm. 15-year-olds who smell bad. Yeah. It's like everybody, every boy here smells like socks, yeah. old socks and cum. And I just... Mm. Everyone smelled like cum. <laughs> it's true. It is. It's like it's like this fucking musty seawater oh, scent oh. that was covered in polo sport, oh. uh, <laughs> which was... God, that I was like I remember when Aqua de Gio came into the conversation, and it was truly, I've never been more upset with a smell in my entire life. One of my high school boyfriends wore it, <laughs> and to this day, you will get an occasional yeah. whiff if you're in an airport, if you're in a mall, you will get a whiff of it, yes. and it brings me back to Valentine's Day. When he took me to Chipotle, because your date would eat for free. (laughs) And then we went to have sex, and he pulled out a vibrating, disposable cock ring. Disposable? Yeah. Trojan made them for a brief period of time. Anyway, it was was awful. That is wild. Terrible, 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 terrible. That was my first time, like, seeing, like, a cock ring not in porn. And I just remember being like, ah! Yeah. That's that is what this vibrate like what does it do? It was like a vibrate like a vibrating part like for my pleasure. But the thing is, unless I was staying like unless I was fully on his yeah. dick, it would it just made noise, just rattled around. It's like it's it's in the wrong place. It should be right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's put in the center. <laughs> you know what you should be? A vibrator instead. That's <laughs> what really it, it's, that's Oh, we had flavored condoms uh, come out around the time I was in high school, and it was a weird trend. I don't know why, but like all the girls would just like suckle on the flavored condoms as like a candy, like as a gum, like to test what they like. There was a Coca Cola one. Ew. And it was because it was the same time that people had were sucking on pacifiers because Ye- of rape culture. Oh yeah, well we had pacifiers. That was a whole. There would be like the naughty girls and. They would wear pacifiers around their neck to school, which I loved. Yeah, I we like we had we had pacifiers. We had a lot of the um like the rave kids started like the rave culture started showing up around the high school at my high school around that time and the Jenko jeans, uh, the UFO pants. Oh yeah, like there was this kid that would like had like glow sticks and no dancer prodigy really hard uh, as I was walking into my my school. That's so crazy. <laughs> Did you ever go to any raves? Um. Not particularly. It's like I like I did. I don't like. I didn't do any like late night events until like later on in life, like because those because like, those were like in a warehouse in the middle yeah. of nowhere. And yeah. I'm like, I don't like the woods. Yeah. I don't no. like. I don't like being away from everything. The I, woods is where people go to die. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, like I've been to, I've like I'd go camping with my friends here and there, and I was just like, what's what what's the point of this? Yeah. Like I was born in refugee camp. That should have been the last time I camped. <laughs> Like, we did the pinnacle of it. Yeah. We don't need to do it again. And, like, every time I go camping, I'm just like, this is just the floor of the ground is where we're going to lay. The floor of the ground. <laughs> we're laying on the floor of this woods. Yeah. It's really, it's not, it's not, it's not the best way to go about things. I feel like we've mastered a different way to exist that doesn't include me sleeping on the floor. Yeah. It's called an Amon. Yeah. The hotel group. <laughs> Look it up. And also, like, there's a thousand and one mosquitoes trying to eat you. And people are just like, this is, 
I volunteer for this. No. I'm like, don't. I feel so lucky that I found someone uh, that hates camping just as much as I do. Yeah. I love nature. I do too. But you know what? You can hang out in nature yes. without being in a tent. Let's go on a hike. Let's yeah. go. Let's go on, on a view. Let's go on a, a a little trip. A little a little day trip. But yeah. nature to is sleep? everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Nature's There's, in my backyard. Yeah. Nature is out of the window of my nice hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Nature is accessible and yes. available for us in a distance that can be respected, but still allow me to find a place that has a bed and air conditioning. Correct. And and a mini fridge if I really want. Honestly, that's honestly. what it is. Like I'm not gonna dr- like we're dr- we're drinking warm beer. No. Like, no. No. <laughs> no. I'm like needing to dig a hole to go to the bathroom. Absolutely not. It's look. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it ever again. No. That's. I'm. If I'm. If I'm shitting in the woods. It's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> like a series of terrible things happen, and I have to shit in the yeah. woods. Yeah. <laughs> if if either of us are caught shitting in the woods, you need to call nine one one. Is what needs to happen. It's like my IBS is definitely acting up, yeah. and I need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we're gonna take a little break. <laughs> back (laughs) solomon if you had to sort of think of like a quintessential high school story of you of of yesteryear what would that be to you what was something where you were like wow that was so me in high school Jeez, i'm trying to remember my past i know Um, it's hard i can never remember my past because all that i see is an absolutely big and bright future (laughs) (laughs) That is very true. God, I so here's I ran for class president uh, three times. <gasps> three times? Though I was not a popular kid at all, and it is clearly a popularity contest, which we don't fully know in the moment. No, I knew that the whole time. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't unself aware of the situation. I was just like, maybe I can convince them that I'm the best leader. Yeah. Here. Clearly, going up against. Two of the most popular girls in school. Um, both of them gorgeous, by the way. And here I am, Mr. Fuddy Duddy. Uh, Mr. Fuddy, <laughs> in an all khaki outfit. In all khaki outfit. <laughs> um, all of my, oh God, I think all my posters were like uh, comic book characters because I was very excellent at uh, drawing comic books, recreating, like just, I just pretty much can, I would, my, my art skill is being able to copy. Uh, Freehand? Not freehand. I'm like if if you put a comic book art style in front of me, I probably can copy it. Wow. Um, Are you a lefty or a righty? A righty. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's just it's not like it's it's just a skill that I use to make my comic book posters. Uh, and they would say they would all say to vote for me. A lot of my posters were taken because uh, people liked the art. Uh, I was gonna say that sounds really beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was like the posters were great. Yeah. However, um, the candidate me was not so great. Uh, what was your slogan? <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sh- I, w- I wish my brother used to know this, and I feel so an- annoyed that I don't remember what it is. But it would be like very like, very like standard like, this is a fifty like it's like a f- if I was I was a Pete Buttigieg of my high school is <laughs> what I was. <laughs> You're like a vote for me is a vote for peace. Yes, that's kind. Of, that's the kind of dumb yeah. stuff that I wrote, and I definitely was like I was like, and I would always every speech sort of began like I know this is, this 
that the class president is usually a popularity contest. However, mm-hmm. and then I would proceed to talk about whatever dumb things I thought were important to the school, which was not important at all to anyone. And they all just, the debates were pointless. Uh, the other two that, the other people that were involved that were deb- debating against me truly gave zero effort, because why? <laughs> <laughs> what like, would you guys have to debate? I don't remember, but I, I feel like either of them could have easily gone up like, yeah, just vote for me. I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, as if anyone, did anybody actually care about? No, not really. No one had, had any hard feelings. And, like, for me, like, they were definitely, they were, that's probably, like, the most I ever gotten made fun of is because I was willing to put myself out there like that, even though I was truly out of place. Uh, I'm proud of you. You know what? And But I lost all three times and was also, the, ended up just being the class treasurer, which is a non-elected position. <laughs> which, and what, what do you do then? You just, like. I ran the student store at one point. Wow. So I was the one that went to Costco and purchased the stuff. Like what, snacks? Uh, like you, those like like the Otis Meyer cookies. Yeah. Uh, the Chupa Chupa uh, oh, lollipops. Th- yes, I Ooh, love those. Yeah. That banana split flavor. People were fucking losing their minds for those Chupa Chupas. Oh my god. So it's just like there was nothing there that was like it's just it's just me restocking the stuff that was already there. What was your favorite snack in high school? <sighs> god, I think it was. If I was always Butterfinger, mm. a Butterfinger and a Jolt Cola. Mm. They don't make those anymore. I know. And I was on another Flying. level of awake. I was truly uh, just vibrating. Amphetamines. <laughs> who? <laughs> yeah, you're on a Butterfinger <laughs> and a Jolt. You're literally like <laughs> shaking. Wow. That's beautiful. I think that was my every ch- like if I had a dollar to my name, uh, those were the two things I got because they were like 50 cents each. I love that that little that little treat like mm-hmm. a little two or three p.m. sort of pick me up. Oh, I would do like a ten a.m. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I was full chaos. Were you a breakfast person? Oh yeah, we had a we had a we had a pretty solid breakfast at the school um, because but there was always the same stuff, uh, and I would get there like like forty five minutes early, mm-hmm. and they have um, it was waffles with the maple butter. Oh my god, this sounds delicious. And We'd also would watch music videos in the morning. Like I remember, I watched the premiere of uh, Masterpiece. Make him say, "Uh." Whoa, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. And I'll, and my my English teacher uh, at this high school, I loved her because she would let us watch Jerry Springer in her classroom during lunch. That's really fun. You have to have one fun teacher. Yeah, yeah, she was the best. Well, she like she was the best. App, like she like some of her class like uh, like I understood what a divor- divorcee was when she made us all listen to uh, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. That's twice in a row, and then write how we felt about it. <laughs> that was an assignment. <laughs> that, was, that was what we did for a class one day. Oh, she must have been going through something. Oh, I was like, that is. Oh, you are. That is a heartbreak and a half. <laughs> I was on my episode with Shelby Wolstein mm-hmm. that we. I'm gonna spoil it. I just recorded before this. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about how unnatural it is to like see teachers cry, and like to see like the emotional side of teachers. Did you ever see any teachers cry? Um, I didn't. I think my because Seattle's a very like a uh, liberal city, so it's mm. it's not. The, I wouldn't be too sorry. <clears throat> You're getting emotional thinking about it. The clamp. <laughs> it's not a burp at all. I'm not 80% gas right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, though, I feel like I've seen multiple teachers cry. Really? And we, like, yeah, we especially like, um, we had a teacher that was born in a Japanese internment camp. So like when we, t- when we all learn about Japanese internment camps. And so that was a, fun, that was a rough day. We had a, another teacher who like, we also had like a lot of 
queer teachers they weren't they weren't like saying they were out but they right. were definitely not like saying like not holding back like they're yeah. not like denying it we had like a really great like we had a lgbt after school um uh, group uh for people uh so like it was a it was a really progressive like the meanest like the most homophobic thing that happened to me uh in high school was this one kid like so we have to they had to run track inside because it's seattle and it rains yeah uh so they was just running around the school and he runs right behind me and he calls me a faggot and then runs off and then i take a and i just i don't fully absorb it i just take a drink of water and then he comes back around and he apologizes profusely to me <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's i thought about what i did yeah in this in this 250 meters i was able to actually reflect on my actions and i'm so sorry it was, it was truly it was like the most genuine like in-depth apology like i thought we were friends but i thought maybe that's not fair and i was like jeez all right <laughs> that's so funny that you got an apology what like Two minutes later? I'm very, like, probably, like, 45 seconds later. Like, it's the school oh, wasn't that big. Oh, my so God. <laughs> that is so funny. And were you like, okay. It was one of those things where I wasn't even done fully absorbing. Like, because he... Right. Like, cause he, he, it wasn't like he stopped and said, fag. He was just like, fag! <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, doing it mid-sprint. So I'm, like, putting it together in my head. Like, what were the words that were just said to me? And then, uh, then I get the apology for it. That's so funny. Did you have sex or anything like that in high school? No, no, no. That was not an option. That was not on the table. That was not something that I played with. Uh, that was uh, every chance that I had. I had multiple moments where people were like, are you gay? It's okay. It's safe to say it. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Still straight. Sorry. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> Like, do you want a girlfriend? Absolutely not. But I'm still straight. Uh. <laughs> Did you have crushes? Oh, God, yeah. I had a crush on my fucking, my ninth grade math teacher. Oh. He was the most unfortunate last name. Uh, I believe it was Coons. Uh. Oh. <laughs> not a good, not yeah. a good last very name. Very hot, though. Uh, very attractive. Um, and I don't. I don't think I had that many crushes with guys my age that were in real life. TV ones, yes. Who were your TV crushes? Like I always, I'd watch Hocus Pocus at least twice a year. Oh, at that don't point. even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you Omri Cats? Yeah. 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 Also, the guy that played Eddie Binks. Yeah. Uh, at the end, I was also hottest. Like, I was like, resurrect <laughs> me. Uh, what, like a 16th century ghost? Was that? Yeah. What? When did he die? It was. It like, was this is like, 16th century because yeah. it was the, the witch trials. Yeah. Truly. Oh, yeah. Find yeah. me a little snack and a half and a little Shakespearean <laughs> top. I mean, you know, why yeah, not? Yeah, no, I, I think I'd also like like he was also on a show called Erie, Indiana, Armory Cats, and I would watch that on a repeat. It was also in the film Matinee. As well, so yeah, it, his entire uh, body work I was very familiar with. <laughs> Seeped in, one hundred percent. Knock, knock, knock. Oh my God, is that a knock on the door? Why, yes, it is. Welcome to the high school guidance counselor's office. It's me, your high school guidance counselor. In this segment of the show, you get to say fuck you or apologize for a wrongdoing of your past. Mm -hmm. If there's something that's haunted you from your high school, which sounds like you really didn't, you were kind of like fuck all of you, um, bye. <laughs> so maybe, you know, we'll see. So you get to use this time to kind of clear your, clear your, your trauma. Mm -hmm. um, to the other gay kid in school. I'm sorry I threw you under the bus. 
you were clearly the better of us. Uh, you couldn't uh, hide as well as I could. And uh, thank you for taking all the guff that I didn't want to. He was he was in the cheer team. He was wow. He was dancing his butt off, and I'm j- and it was like and he was like gay, and I was like yeah, I don't need that's you. I don't yeah. So I I think that's a wrongdoing on my part. I should have been more aligned. It wasn't that aggressive or mean. Uh, and and why am I speaking for his experience? It could have been the worst he ever dealt with. I'm over here like, we didn't do that bad to you. We didn't we bully, that, bully you that hard, did we, you little baby? Like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you didn't deserve any of that. <laughs> uh, it's tough because it's like, I do think that when we're at that age, all of us are just functioning out of self-preservation, not really having enough tools to fully know how to do that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we were mean. Uh, <laughs> kids are mean. Kids suck. Kids it's are like really teens mean. Teens suck even more. And it's like there's like there's so there's some leeway you can give uh, people, but at the same time, like I think kids need to be told what's up real quick. Teenagers, when they are mean to you, it is bone chilling. Yeah, that's why I let them know they suck to their face. That's good. I was like every like I've I've never dealt with a teen like I, first of all I don't deal with teens anymore. <laughs> I'm d- I did, if I didn't create one I don't have to deal with one. That's yeah. the rule that I live by. And they 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 will they definitely love finding insecurity. And at that point it's like, who are you talking to? You don't have a job. Yeah. And also your face is not done being made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying your face is not done being made to it's a like, teen is like so funny. Let your nose catch up. Then we can have a discussion, yeah. all right? I'm sorry. Your tiny nose on your big face is actually <laughs> distracting me. And until it's done growing into its final form, I actually won't be talking to you. Yeah, like, you are, your, your mustache is not even, like, everything is a whisper. I don't yeah. need that right now. I need someone yeah. who, it's, so yeah, I've, I feel like it's necessary. Here's the thing, that I, I do believe that you do have to be mean to kids in, in one way or another, because mm. some of them will get away with as much stuff as possible. Um, I think you should have to be nicer to the more delicate ones. Yes. Uh, the ones that are more free-spirited and more creative and the more – the gay ones. I'm talking about the gay ones and yeah. only the gay ones. The other ones, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I agree. There needs to be more shame embedded yeah. in all the straights. Yeah, I understand. In all the good-looking straights. Oh. Shame. Every guy should not feel – every guy in high school, I feel like w- – I think they should be in position – with a much bigger person to give like a, to give a good reason why they should <laughs> graduate. Yeah. And if they suck, they should get hit in the face. Yeah. I feel like they all should get hit in the face. I Every think so. Every straight guy should get hit in the face once. I was treated like such shit at the end of my senior year of high school, specifically by some girls, but specifically by boys. And I, the fact that a adult, especially yeah. on the faculty, didn't step in and be like. You guys are all fucked and cruel and you're pieces of shit. Yeah. To this day, like, bothers me. No, I think it's a necessary thing you have to do. Like, I think all the rest of us get get our ample amount of shame. They they need to get theirs as well. Because mm-hmm. it does make you a better person. We're perfect now. I'm. It's actually <laughs> crazy. I wake up every morning <laughs> and I think to myself, I am creative perfect. I am yeah. God's masterpiece. Yeah. It's. I'm not disagreeing. You know. And there. Sure, I have lupus. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm on an antidepressant, but God wanted me to be that way. Look, I might shit four times a day. Yeah. Because I don't have a choice. Yeah. But look at me. Yeah. 
nothing flawless. It's perfect. Top to bottom. Absolutely. Head to toe. Head to toe. Yeah. The middle, some questions that are going on in there. <laughs> but the head and the toe? <laughs> head to toe. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Oh, um, we're going to check in with Tevi in Classmate Corner to see if any of our listeners have written in something they want to get off our, their chest in uh, this guidance counselor section. Yeah, so this one might actually be good for this episode. So Chris writes in, my beef is with the New Jersey educational system circa 2000. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was my senior year. And in the last quarter, we had a health class that was mostly just everyone discussing real-world issues. One day, we were debating topics and had to walk to either side of the room if we were for or against a topic. This day, it was just being gay. And I was closeted, but truly too tired to even care at that point. And it was just me and one stoner dude in class on the pro-gay side. <laughs> truly a depressing and bleak moment, but also a confounding one and sort of absurd. I assume they're more thoughtful these days, hopefully. I truly love this podcast. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much for writing in. And I am also going to give a hearty fuck you to the New Jersey education system circa 2008. What? They made the class physically separate on an issue, health class no less, on the issue of being gay? I would have lost my mind. <laughs> First of all, I'm trying not to laugh about this. But no, it's, it's absurd. to even think of a whole room of people getting up like, okay, this side? Yeah. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> this and this side? side? No not gay. gay. <laughs> no gay ever. It's, it's, oh God. Like I, so I've actually, like, I'm like, when I went to the school I didn't like with the more white school, mm -hmm. the day I arrived, um, unprompted. Uh, without giving me any heads up, I was the only black kid in class, and they they were discussing affirmative. They were debating affirmative action, without like it was not like a fact based debate. It was like how these kids felt about affirmative action. So I'm just showing up and just sitting down. This one white kid's like, "Yeah, if 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 I get an A and a black kid gets a C, he shouldn't get into school before me." I'm like, "That's not how." F and I'm sad to like I literally, like I got up, I went, I I was I sked, I left the class. Yeah. Walked all the way to the mall, which was a two mile walk, by the way. So I walked two hours to the mall. It wasn't fully open yet, so I was there with a bunch of the wall mocker the mall walkers. Yes. And I just I just sat in front of Cinnabon till they opened. Yes. <laughs> I mean I love Cinnabon. Oh yes. And it's like then I was like, is this how this is why black people are becoming diabetic? Because we need to, we deal with racism and then we have to have sugar. So I'm at a Cinnabon waiting for it to open. <laughs> but also the fact that the fact that teachers yeah. are really like let's have the students discuss huge issues like affirmative action and being gay as if it's something that is even like up for debate here's the thing is one of like when teachers like journalists or anything like that does them like this is an well, we want to set up an unbiased space and i'm mean, like here's the thing if the situation creates a biased situation, yes. you're not creating an unbiased space. No, you're creating a situation where the people that don't want it, like that, don't have it. You make it. You're making an unbiased space, and you're making you're making the people that don't deserve to be attacked get attacked. So, fuck that teacher. Uh, they're probably like, and it's just you know what. <sighs> I don't it's know what I'm saying. I will say that I, just got, I got tired as I was talking about. No, but because <laughs> because when I think. Back to like again being a teenager and to being impressionable and to like still having your mind be silly putty essentially. Yeah. 
and to be forced to be put into these situations and like now as adults when we see shitty adults we're like oh i see why yeah. you're shitty well, it's also like at that time you're just like you're only like you're just mimicking your parents yeah viewpoints your political, political viewpoints and that's not a time for that person to have to hold their ground in a political discussion yeah it's like if you can't make a political viewpoint that isn't some like your dad's then you shouldn't talk about it until you have your own point 100 percent. i still cannot believe though this new jersey health class made them divide by body <laughs> in front of everybody yeah that should be an anonymous vote yeah, that should be shut your eyes. <laughs> Who here is fine with gay people? Oh, 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 all right. I guess we don't talk about it anymore. Two. <laughs> I'm sorry that you went through that. You know what? Yeah, I hope whoever did that to you, uh, I hope they got crabs. <laughs> I, hope they get, I do. I mean it. <laughs> or as I was told by my doctor, pubic lice. Oh, that's what they're called as well? I mean, yes, that is what they're called as well. Don't ask me how I know. I don't know. I'd, I've never gotten anything anywhere. I've definitely not gotten chlamydia twice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the same. Chlamydia what? <laughs> I definitely don't know the treatment what for that being is... one huge dose of azithromycin. Just a shot to the butt? <laughs> <laughs> they let me pick the cheek. I chose a different one for both times. <laughs> Gotta even it out somehow. <laughs> it's like, well, I got it left last time. I'm gonna go right this time. Um, if you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? Oh God, stop being a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> it's really, it's just, I, I feel like there's so, like, the world is so little at that time, and you, every every problem is so big. And I think essentially, like, as a high school, it's like, you, it's, it's, like, you just know that whatever you're going through is so temporary. And so inconsequential, and um, everybody in your high school will one day look at you and wish, wish they they were a loser in high school too, so they can be just as cool as you are right now. That's gonna make me cry. I'm sorry. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. It's going to be very hard for other people to apply that to their life because they're not me, but they can try. They can try. <laughs> and I will applaud you if you try, but I will know you will just be trying. You won't yeah, be succeeding. You won't, you, won't, you won't nail it, but you know what? It's all the, it's the effort that matters. <laughs> um, did you get any tattoos in high school? No, I didn't get tattoos until I was like 39. Really? Mm -hmm. Everything is recent. I was wondering, because I love a good tattoo from the 90s, early thousands. Oh. I, I love good tattoos from that time. I had no pain threshold. I wouldn't let anybody touch me. Th there you go. <laughs> I did Everything I did, I was like, mm, hurts too much. I'm gonna. I was very, I was a delicate, delicate teenager. I weighed, I was like, I hit 6'4 at 16, and I weighed 130 to 140 pounds. Oh, my God. You were oh like yeah. a model. It was a gust of wind could have taken me out. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you play sports? Um, no, I tried. Yeah. But then I gave up because it was, it yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why we were sitting on the track mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. while the kid was running and calling yes. you names. Yes. It's like, he ran. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah. Sports were never a thing I appreciated yeah. or, or willing to participate in because, um, it doesn't have an endpoint that makes sense to me. We're cut from the same cloth. I would be like, why? <laughs> Play soccer doing? for whom? Stand not me a ham. No, I didn't. This is not happening. I didn't ride a bike till I was twelve because I'm like, yeah, I saw a car. Guess what? I didn't ride no. a bike till I was twenty. <laughs> oh, look at <laughs> <it up. laughs> uh, 
It's still not worth it. No. I say, Tevi is, is on a moped thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? Two wheels? No. Four wheels, airbags, doors. Yeah. Give Look, me that. The, the way I live my life is, does it have an air conditioner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's it. Like, oh, does it doesn't have an air conditioner? Well, it's not my mode of transportation now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to prom? Um, I did go. To, I didn't go to. Uh, I since I didn't graduate high school the traditional way. I did go to my my lesbian friend's prom, like mm-hmm. a very cliche homosexual. I love that. Um, I got a burgundy shirt, and I I matched. I I got a burgundy collarless shirt for my tux. Mm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Very. I feel like you were very ahead of the fashion. And I I matched my hair color to it. <gasps> you have a burgundy hair. Yes. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So burgundy hair, burgundy shirt, black tux. Yes. Beautiful. Okay, this sounds gorgeous. And my friend uh, Hope, she had a, she built in her, she she made her dress. Uh, we love. So there was like a cigar, like case, like built into it, so she was able to pull out two cigars. <laughs> and she also had a flask uh, sewn in, like so she could just get it pulled out. That's cigars. Cigars. So we had cigars and like I had whiskey for the first time and smoked a cigar for the first time. And um, both, I can tell you right now, most disgusting things I've ever had. <laughs> To put, to have your prom date pull out a cigar from their dress mm-hmm. really tickles me. We had a good time. Did you smoke weed in high school? I didn't smoke. I didn't do weed until I was. Uh, it was after high school, um, and I was very drunk on um, uh, on uh, screwdrivers. Mm. And I was. I barely. I was. I said no up until that point, and then I was drunk enough to be like. I'll smoke weed. <laughs> there you go. And I took a giant rip off of a three-foot bong from the first time Love. of my life. And, um, yeah, I definitely I vomited for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and we live and we learn, as we say in Les Bis. Um, now, I know that you didn't have a traditional high school graduation, but if you could guess what your classmates would have given you as a senior superlative, mm-hmm. What do you think they would have said? Um, I think they would have given me. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it would be most likely to succeed. Yeah. Because I was that girl. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what chaotic things I did, people were like, "This bitch is gonna beat us." Yeah. <laughs> at life. Yeah. And they're right. Yeah. So I think most likely to succeed would have been my would have been mine. I would have loved to have been around you in high school to see your teeth really come out <laughs> look i was very like i was always a bit i'm a capricorn very mm. business-minded very i'm very I, I i'm a logical person which i think is uh to to a, to a fault sometimes mm. if it's irrational to me i don't like i don't like i don't like doing middlemen i don't like adding steps i don't mm. like and i think that's always what it was like in high school so yeah i i would have been to the an, point. An, an insufferable person as a teenager, by the way. Truly, it was. <laughs> I just like any teen that is super laser focused and discerning with their taste and their goals and all of this stuff. I just think is a, that is a lethal, a lethal combo. As, yeah, it can be, but also it really makes it for a very annoying person. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess also, if you have 
what, what were your parents? It sounds like your parents were kind of just letting you do your thing. No, they weren't. Uh, they were definitely in the way too often. Uh, that's why I ran away. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, so they, 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 they let me do my own thing in the concept of stuff they didn't understand. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't, like, go hang out after school for very long. I can do extracurricular activities right. without, like, their permission. Right. Um, but, like, everything, like, and I definitely had, like, the career goals they wanted me to have, but. At the end of the day, I as laser focused and logical as I was, I was also like, I want to be, I want to be on the stage. Yeah. I want to, I want to dance my little dance. I want to tell my little jokes. I want to create, and that kind of creature had to become. That's 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 a creature that got to flourish after high school was over. That's and here and here we are, mm-hmm. and here you are, Just in full rich, form. Rich. Rich. So rich. The wealthiest person in this country right now. I I didn't want to say anything when you came yeah. on the pod, but I wanted to immediately. <laughs> I wish that was the only thing we discussed. <laughs> Tell me more about your wealth. <laughs> so, what are you projecting you're going to be paying in taxes this year? I don't. <laughs> I d- Why would I? Taxes. Wealth. I'm rich. Rich. <laughs> I am wealth. Yeah. Well, no one pays taxes that are rich. That's uh, that actually is true. How would you? That's the dumbest way to be rich. <laughs> Pay taxes, you'll become poor that way. <laughs> oh, it feels good to laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, thank you so much for coming on thank this little pod. On. I'm so happy to be here. What a treat! It's, I love the space. You, lo- I mean, I could. What I need to have happen is I need you to actually come back for a two-parter mm-hmm. and I need to actually talk way more about your time running away <laughs> because that I feel like we kind of just like glazed over that oh yeah I didn't even tell you that I, I lived with uh Brendan Fraser's uh estranged older brother there's so much what <laughs> after we mentioned bedazzled part two <laughs> you lived with Brendan Fraser's older brother yeah Regan Fraser when you were 17 yeah Oh my God! How did you find? How did you meet each other? At the hostel. Wow. Look, this is all going to be in part two. So okay, I don't know yeah, what part. <laughs> can you please come back for part two? Yeah. Because I will be calling. We will. You will be receiving an email to get you back on for part two. We can talk about part two. I'm not. This is. Uh, this is not a bit. I know it's not a bit. Great. I'm also not. I'm also being serious. You're coming back for part also, two. Also, every bit I do, kind of serious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when you're like, I'm perfect, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, that's a joke. Mm. <laughs> Solomon, where can everyone find you and um, see you and t- intake more of you? Um, I have a podcast called The Juice with Team Coco, where I do, where I just talk about gossip, uh, a crazy local small scale gossip, very low petty, high stakes, or no, low stakes, high petty. Mm. That's that's that's. That's the that was that's the moniker that I made up. Uh, glad I remember that was the, that was actually what you ran your class president slogan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Um, and Solomon Giorgio all across the board. Uh, there's no other one um, that matters. Uh, that's true. <laughs> they don't own any of the names. I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've um, patented it. Yeah. Just like Blue Ivy. Oh, that's a oh, I should patent it. Yeah, I you didn't should. even consider it. Okay. Well, now here we go. <laughs> Off to the patent office I go. Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> now scurry off okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> trade market um wow what a stunning episode of senior superlatives with me your absolutely perfect gorgeous iconic host Greta Teitelman thank you so much for listening thank you so much for writing in please continue to write us your little tidbits 
at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com with the subject line Classmates Corner. Thank you so much. Thank you to my producer, Tevi, for using your voice this episode. Be safe on your scooter. And to all of you out there, as I say every week, stay cool, never change. Until next time, ta-ta. That was a HeadGum Podcast.